Hey everybody, uh, today we're gonna go through how real estate marketing is similar to politics. So we're gonna cut through all of the uh, smoke and mirrors and educate everybody uh, basically how it works and how uh, real estate companies are spinning it to fit their narrative. So stay tuned, should be a good one. All right, everybody, welcome to uh, another uh, show or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I call it, I guess, an episode or a show. Um, so the goal of these these uh, these videos on Facebook and who, you know, going to YouTube and things is to really educate agents and educate the public on uh, the real estate profession. And uh, because I think people think they know what it's about and um, they really don't. Or they may see something and think, wow, that is impressive. Or, whoa, look at those numbers. But when you really get into the weeds of those numbers, you know, it, it evens it out a little bit. It doesn't, um, it, it doesn't calculate like you thought it did initially. And for real estate agents, I like to do these to educate them of what to look for. So like if they're thinking of becoming a real estate agent, maybe they're in real estate school now, or maybe they're somewhere where certain numbers look bigger to them than they really are, right? If you calculate them. So um, look, just a, a, a kind of a, a number that I, I didn't do for this show, but I'm going to throw it out there. I did it for our end of year awards. Um, but there's there's over 824 agents, or there's 824 agents or 26 agents, one of those, um, that have sold half a property, meaning like got credit for half of the sale or one property. So th that's 800 in Anzo County alone, 824, right? So, and then I broke it down to how many have sold, you know, 10 houses, how many have sold, you know, 30, 40, 50, whatever it is, right? So I have those numbers too, but I'm not going to get into those here, but just think about it. there's over 800 agents here. And I think me and Aaron were talking today and there was, you know, about 6,000 transactions, right? So what they always say in real estate is 20% uh, of the agents are doing 80% of the business. Okay. So uh, just keep that in mind. I think that's very important to the public to understand, like, just because somebody has a real estate license doesn't mean that they're going to be successful in always doing the, what you or hiring them to do. And it's not as cut and dry as you think. It's not always going to be like, well, they can list it. And then they got an offer. There's a lot that goes on. Once you get that offer way more than you even realize. And a lot that goes behind the scenes that if that agent is not a listing agent, it's going to be a little tougher for that agent. And it, and you may or may not understand that or know that, but it is, and it can hurt you as a client. Okay. I'm not saying it will, but it could. Okay. So look, I'm going to go through six different um, topics today about how, for the most part, real estate firms or companies market 
similar to politics, right? They they spin the numbers to benefit what they're looking to do um, with the general public for the most part. Okay, it's not it's not lies. It's just not really the honest truth in a sense of if you really broke it down with stuff, right? So let's go over the first one. All right, here we go. Volume versus units. Okay, so volume is your total sales number. So it might be 10 million, 50 million, 100 million, whatever. That's total sales numbers based on how many units you have sold. Units meaning homes. Okay, so um, here's, here's a great example is high volume doesn't mean a lot in certain markets because look if you go to california if you go to washington state virginia like you may sell five houses for the year okay which is the average even and also counting the average asian is selling what we looked at today is seven to eight um and across the board it's probably about six to eight okay so think about that so if you're selling five houses but the volume is high like they're five hundred thousand dollar houses now they may not be mansions or, or place like that in, in a lot of these states they're just a three bedroom two bath 1800 square foot house right so if you sell five of those you know what 2.5 million you know to somebody right i mean everybody's thinking whoa that's a lot you know based on million or if you go to california you sell two houses and they're 10 million a piece you got a $20 million volume, right? So that agent may say, I sold 20 million in volume, which is true. It's the truth. But in reality, they only sold two houses. So again, from the general public standpoint, that's key to understand that. You may hire somebody who the volume looks very attractive, but the units are really low. And I'm a firm believer, the more units you sell, the more experience you do have, right? Volume doesn't mean anything except for money. Okay, now that's important. But as agents, obviously, the higher volume you get, the more commission you make off that, the more money you make. So, you know, every agent out there would, you know, rather sell five houses at 10 million and make that versus selling, you know, 60 houses, 30 million or whatever it may be, 15 million. It's not going to be the same, right? But they sell way more. Okay, so like in Onslow County, the volume is really low. Okay, the average sales price are not, you know, 600,000, 700,000. So if you go to the West Coast, it is. So again, that's the breakdown of volume versus units. Okay, so high volume doesn't necessarily mean a lot of houses. Okay, and it really doesn't do much for you as a consumer, right? Because that all really value is more value to the agent. All right, now units. Now, high units doesn't mean high volume right? Like in our market here, there's agents and they sell 30 houses and do, you know, 5 million. Okay. So 6 million, something like that. Right. But that agent has a lot of transactions and they're more experienced because they do more and they can handle more at one given time. It's key. The public does not ask this or don't even weigh this when they hire agents. Right. So it's something you need to really think about. OK, so units are way better than volume, but that's how they you know, some agents will market their volume, not their units, um, because it, if they market the units, it's not impressive to most. Right. You figure it out. 
Um, another piece you got to look at too, especially uh, in the public, but even for agents who are thinking about maybe teams or offices, right? How many agents contributed to that those that volume or those units? If you got 30 agents on your team, okay, and you did what, 100 million? Or 100 units or something like that, you know, that's well, 100 million would be good, you know. But ultimately, if you did, I went off off a little bit, but if you have 30 agents and your volume is 30 million, right? It's not that impressive if you think about it. You know, your team is not really selling that much. Okay. So that's something that never has is marketed, right? You never ever see firms say, hey, we hit. 100 million, 500 million, 500 billion with 15,000 agents, right? You never see that because it, it really will affect the marketing piece to that. It won't be as impressive, right? So they're smart with it. But just so you know, that's how they do it, right? How many agents contributed to those numbers is key too. How many units they've done or how much volume. So, all right, let's go to point two. All right. Point two, as I just said, no mention of how many agents sold the numbers and or how many agents are under that office. This is what I love. I love this one, right? You see a lot of offices and franchises and firms give all these huge graphs or these huge different numbers. But when you look at how many people they have, how many agents, how many offices, look, come on, man, it, it doesn't. It hurts them in a couple of different ways, right? The first way is it really diminishes the amount of volume they're doing based on how many agents and how many offices they have, okay? But that's not marketed to anybody. You, you as a consumer or you as other real estate agents, if you see these offices doing that, you're like, wow, they did a lot. Yeah, but they have 700 agents, 800 agents. They have 30 offices, 15 off, like, You've got to look at the numbers. Be smart as an agent and break it down. If you're general public, you got to do the same thing. Well, how many offices does this firm have? How many agents um, are on paper and contributed to these numbers, right? Because that's really going to diminish things. And number two, how it hurts those companies is when you start trickling it down by numbers based on how many offices, how many people, the average agent there probably sells three houses a year. So that's not going to help their recruiting. It's not going to help another agent sitting there like, man, they had 700 agents and sold, you know, a thousand houses. That doesn't mean crap for me. I'm not going to, you know, so you understand that, that that's what they're doing there. It, it's just a, it's a recruiting tool and a marketing pitch. Okay. So when you're looking at that stuff, always do the numbers and ask yourself, how many agents, how many offices equal contributed to this amount, right? So that, that's a big, big, uh, big factor there. Okay. So next point. Okay. Again, I, I talked a little bit about this just now, but number three is it ever mentioned number of offices they're pulling the sales or volume from. Look, so like if in our, in our market here, right, we have uh, in Alonso County, some firms have two offices, okay, and a lot more agents than other firms. So you may have a firm that has 150 agents, and their volume is a certain number, right? And then you have a smaller firm, 
one office, right? No real big office. Like EXP, we don't have one main office in Jacksonville, right? We have little branch offices. So I'm a branch office, but it's just my team. So that's all I have here is my team, right? So, but my EXP numbers go into the EXP pool of the other branch offices. But we're still itty bitty in compared to some offices who probably have almost 200 agents over there, right? I mean, so remember, if you got 200 versus 60, 65, 70, their numbers should be bigger. If not, they got a major issue over there. Okay, so, and some of these offices have one team, two teams there that are gonna, if you take those teams and you just take their numbers, you'll be very surprised at the number you get. It's going to be itty bitty. It's the numbers are not going to work well for their marketing. Okay. It won't, but you're not going to hear that. You'll never know that. And they'll never talk about it. Right. So you guys got to understand this stuff. So um, how many offices um, are they taking this number from and marketing it? One, one franchise ain't never going to do that, right? Because it doesn't work for them that way. What they're doing helps them, but that's because nobody's nobody's questioning it. Nobody's really getting the weeds of how that works, right? So hopefully this video is going to help you get in the weeds of that. And if you're an agent in an office who's broadcasting big numbers, do the math. Look at it yourself. How many agents does that mean from the volume standpoint? And then how does that trickle down? to each agent. What is each agent then average? And then you look at, okay, if there's a big team there and they sold 350 houses and the overall sales of an office that they're in is a thousand, that team, what? So is that a third, I guess, of all sales? And then you have 40 other agents in there? Wow. That's not a lot. I mean, that's not a lot more production. So you got to look at that stuff. Always, always know your numbers, especially if you're a real estate agent, be business. But if you're not and you're the general public, don't get over, you know, don't get fooled on some of the propaganda. Call me. I'll give you the real numbers. I'll give you the real true understanding of almost every office. I understand what's going on with their marketing. All right, let's go to the next one. Here's one I see a lot, especially now, which which kind of I understand a little bit. But even in the slower markets, agents, you hear agents saying and they're marketing this. Hey, I'm out of listings. I sold all mine. OK, look. Walmart doesn't sell out of their goods for the most. I mean, now with with this whole administration, stay out of politics, but we're, we're you know, all some of the shelves are are or, you know, empty here and there. But generally speaking, you can get what you need, right? So if you look at it as a business, businesses usually aren't out of something that they're in the business of having. So if an agent's out of listings, that tells me they're not really listing agents and or they're not a in business full time because they should have listings and or have all those things pending and have some coming, coming soon or whatever, right? But when they're marketing, oh, I sold all mine, I'm all out. 
because they're transactional based. That's the truth. And I know agents are going to watch this and they just don't like, a lot of agents don't like my videos because I'm, I'm, I'm really telling the truth, right? And if not, if any agent out there wants to come on and we could debate it, I'd debate it with you too, right? Anything you don't think I'm telling is, is basically the truth for sure. You know, like I said, you could spin it however you want, but this is the truth. Okay. So a, hear an agent say they're out of listings because they sold them all. They should never really be out of their listings. They should have always things coming up and or listings. Those are people that's in the real estate business as a business. Okay. All right. Next one. Team firms don't always equate to all members, agents doing production. So I talked a little bit about that. So look, an office may do a thousand transactions and they're bragging about it, right? But every agent in an office isn't producing at a high level, okay? So why is that important? It's very important to everybody, to the general public, because they don't know any different. <clears throat> so they may be hiring these agents who have no production, which is okay. If you're new, you got to start somewhere, right? That's okay. You're going to have to start somewhere and you got more time and hustle in you and things like that. You know, you can, you can do well there and, and a person give you that chance is great. But if that person's seeing marketing from the firm you're in and expecting somebody who has volume and units sold in their mind or thinking if I hire Smith real estate right here, that everybody in Smith real estate is top dogs, but everybody's not right. Because they see marketing tricks them. Okay. So that's key. If you're a real estate agent and you're in an office, right? You have to look at the numbers that the office is doing. Who are the top agents? Are they the owners? A lot of them are. A lot of the top agents in a lot of these firms are the owners. That's to me, again, I, I, I want to do a video on this too is, you know, you got to be smart with that and understand there's a lot that goes into that as well. That could be key. So, but you need to look at who are the top agents at your firm? What were their numbers last year? They compare it versus the office numbers. And then you can see that at some firms, you take one or two agents from each and they're hurting. I mean, you could say that for every firm, you take one or two agents from certain firms, but when you take one agent from one office that was significantly take away 400 sales or, or team, I mean, from an off, that's a lot of sales. <laughs> and, and if that's more than, it's almost more than the half in one office, more than half of their whole production. Okay. Just one team. So then you've got, what, 40 other agents, 50 other agents there that equal the other half, e, right? Again, but that's not what's marketing. It's they're marketing how great they are, right? And their numbers, okay? But so you've got to understand how many, how many agents equate to that production, right? All right, here's another one. Marketing only one aspect, no office fees, okay? but a 50% split as an example. Okay. So, you know, they're, they're, the marketing is fixed on one piece, basically. Right. I see it every day. 
it's only one thing. It's like if every day I came on here and said, EXP um, rev share, EXP rev share, EXP rev share, EXP, like every day that's what I'm marketing, you know, you could, there's not much to offer there. There's nothing else there for you, right? Because if there was, they would have more of a marketing plan of what they offer agents and what they could do for their careers. Getting you through the door and recruiting you is key in real estate. It's a numbers game, okay? So they only market one aspect. So I have the example of, you know, they're not, they may say, oh, no office fees but they're giving you 50% split. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm paying an office fee, but you're at 50% split, you ain't making anything. If you have a franchise fee, now you're making 6% less than that. And some franchises, 8%. I mean, now think about what you're making now, 42%, 44%. Every deal you do. It's not a lot of money, guys, especially in this market. This market, you got to sell a lot of houses to make good money because our volume is low, okay? Or maybe it's a high commission split, but they don't get in the weeds of the desk fees or the office fees, right? Again, that's that's a lot of um, smoke and mirrors or an office is always promoting some other training event that they may be hiring people to come in to do again you need to think about what that is they're hiring other people to come train their agents because they aren't now you could say well that's still good it is still good but it's temporary right it's only temporary so if you're hiring a company to come in and teach their systems great that's great because you care about their age at least to do that but but every other day when that company goes back to their, they're going to Colorado, back to California or whatever, what are you getting from the company after that? That's there, that you're a part of. You're getting nothing, nothing. So if I bring in Zillow, if I bring in all these companies to help train my team, and then when everybody leaves, the team is doesn't know anything except for what they were taught by that specific company. But you're the firm or you're the team leader. You should at least teach them things daily, weekly, monthly. Okay. There's agents out there that have no idea what they don't know right now. Right now. They're going to realize this a year from now because they're going to choose the easier path in real estate. This guy is nicer. This person is nicer. They seem really nice. They answer my phone calls. Instead of going for somebody who's not going to hold you accountable, who's going to make you, you know, make call or not make you, but want you to do calls, want you to do this. What? Because those are the ones who really care about you. The ones that sit back and just say, hey, everything's great. Do what you're going to do. Yeah, sure. If you need me, call me. They just don't know what they need. They don't know what to do. So if you're not leading them every day and helping their careers, you're failing them and agents out there and leaders out there doing it every day for a bottom dollar for a bottom dollar. That's really what it is. But they don't realize if they really train the agents that they have, the company dollar goes up too. And that's why some companies love teams. There are some companies that want as many teams as possible. Why? Because the team leaders train the agents. 
They know that. They know they're going to train them better than their own companies and firms. And then if those agents leave that team leader and they stay at that company, that company now inherits all those trained agents that the team leader trained. And that team leader gets nothing for that after they leave, except with EXP. EXP is the only model that I know of that you still as a team leader get paid for your or your time and your effort. Okay. Something to think about. So marketing, only one aspect. Think about that. If you see something that's always the same marketing, that's all they got. That's all they have to offer. All. All right. Points to consider here. If you're a business for yourself, you owe it to yourself to understand the political side of real estate. Understand true information versus marketing and recruiting info. Okay. Most agents aren't business savvy. They don't really look at numbers at all. They're transactional based. You know, they focus on what is under contract or the buyer they're representing at that given time. They have no clue of how to keep their pipeline going or if that's important to them. They're, they're not business savvy, right? They don't understand the business and nobody's going to teach them the business. So you owe it to yourself to learn it. Seek self-improvement or seek somebody that's going to teach it to you, right? We'll teach it to you. Our team will help you, no doubt. If you're out there, you're an agent, you know, barely making it or you made some money here and there, but you're not getting any guidance and this and that. Listen, if you're not getting any guidance and you're doing transactions and you don't have much help, except for if you ask for it, right? You walk in a gray line, right? A gray area that if something goes wrong, that's a lot, lot that you'll have to eat. So, just keep that in mind too. You may be good now, but in, in a month or so you do a transaction, you don't have the help and you're winging it. I think we talked to three agents in the last week said, I'm just winging it, man. I have no idea. My firm has not provided anything, nothing. I'm just winging it. Woo. Winging it. Out there winging it for a $200,000 sale. It's happening. So you agents out there that's happening too, give me a call. We'll help you. Um, definitely. Help your business, help you understand the business. It's cutthroat business and help you cut through the smoke and mirrors and a political piece of it because there is, it's big. All right. Um, so I'm going to wrap this video up. Not too bad. 26 minutes, kind of long, but not my longest. Um, hopefully this helps you understand a little bit of the political marketing piece that happens or what I call the, the propaganda and uh, and really, you know, sift through what it really means. So remember that. How many agents are at the office? How many offices? Um, those are pretty key there. All right. All right. If you got any questions, concerns, text me, um, call us, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe. All our videos go on there and we do videos on there as well that are not on here. So um, yeah, we try to educate as many people as we can, clients and or real estate agents. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great Wednesday.